What's up, everybody? We are here for episode 70. This is going to be another podcast. I am TJ McClellan, broker of Fitness Realty, and I've got Jonathan Olson next to me, and he is with Summit Funding, and he goes by Chuck. So I want to just introduce him and bring him on the show. I'm so excited to have him. Uh, Chuck, would you just give us a little bit about you? Yeah, thanks, TJ. It's great to be here, everyone. Um, my name's Jonathan Olson, but uh, everyone goes calls me Chuck. It's Kind of an interesting uh, nickname that I've had over the years when I was a little kid. Um, uh, it was just a family nickname because I, I I guess when I was maybe as a baby, I, I spit up all the times so my <laughs> brothers affectionately called me the little upchucker, but it was always a family <laughs> nickname. And so, uh, let's see, I was about 22. I had finished up at Utah State up in Logan and I moved to Portland, Oregon and uh I was working and I was playing uh, rugby for a local club there. And I went out for our first rugby practice and they said, uh, Hey, introduce yourself. So I said, Hey, my name is John Olson. And I said, man, we've got like seven other guys named John on the team. You got a nickname that, that you go by. And I said, I don't know, man, my, <laughs> I mean, my family called me Chuck when I was growing up. So it was kind of interesting. I had just moved to this new location in the country and all these people that I kind of was hanging out with and, and working with and playing rugby with my friends that became, they all started calling me Chuck about everything. It's so like my mom would call the house where I lived with some of my friends and hey, is Jonathan there. And they're like, yeah, there's no one here by, you know, named John and click. They'd hang up on her and she'd have to call back and say, is, is Chuck there? So um, <laughs> I was, I was 26 joined the air force and uh, it's just a nickname that followed me in. And I've just, the harder I've tried to separate myself from it, uh, whether it was militarily or professionally, it's just kind of sunk its its teeth in and I've learned to just embrace it. So I, I go by Chuck, although there is no uh, claim to that title based on my given name, which is Jonathan Daniels. Nice. So there, there's the story. <laughs> Dude, that is awesome. I, <laughs> I love it how um, nicknames kind of form because it's always kind of these weird happenstances, right? Like they just kind of happen that way. Um so I have a kind of funny story. I've never actually been called by my nickname that kind of developed from Afghanistan, which was Cookie Monster. Um, <laughs> because there was this time in Afghanistan, I was like, I'm going to eat to bulk up. So I would just eat chicken breast, rice, eggs, and then I would eat cookies after every meal. And so I just had a bunch of friends that were like, you're, you're going to be the Cookie Monster. And I'm like, that that's never going to stick for one because it's too long to say, but... It was just kind of funny. Where were you at in Afghanistan, TJ? Uh, that one was Bagram, my second nice. time over there. Okay. Um, yeah, so it was pretty exciting. I did uh, a well, give us give us a little bit of. Oh, what was that? Yeah, I said I did a couple of deployments to Bagram, and I remember they had a pretty good selection of cookies at the Chow Hall. Right, they definitely <laughs> did. The cookies were so good. And the ice and, cream. Yeah, and I always felt like if you put them in your to-go tray on top of your food, and they kind of got like hot you know they would melt a little bit i don't know anyway i i ate a lot of cookies i left bagram at like 215 pounds i was the heaviest i've ever been um and i was like doing two a days so everybody was working out and i was eating protein like crazy but yeah it was a good time nice um give us a little bit of background with your military career because i know that um having lenders on that know veteran status specifically is a huge benefit to us and a lot of our um, team members and a lot of our uh, people that are watching the podcast. So um, just give us a little bit about your veteran status so we can kind of know how to connect with you and what you've done. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that. 
See, I joined the Air Force in 2001. I was an aircraft mechanic, hydro, uh, worked on the C-130 Spectre gunships down with uh, Air Force Special Operations Command at Herbert Field in Florida. Did a, did quite a few deployments overseas to Afghanistan uh, while we were in Kershikanabad and Southern Uzbek, and then we did we moved the gunships downrange at, at the Bagram and uh, enjoyed the opportunity. But uh, as a newly married guy with a young kid at home being deployed all the time was was kind of a challenge so i looked at getting into a special duty you know to uh, mm -hmm. i i've always enjoyed talking with people helping people and someone suggested going into recruiting so i did a gig in recruiting for the active duty air force from 06 to 09 and uh, in that time i met uh, someone from the oregon air national guard and eventually transitioned over to the Oregon Air National Guard as an active guardsman, uh, AGR position, and I finished up my last 11 years in the Guard there in Oregon, working in the recruiting field. So I uh, was a recruiter, production recruiter, moved to be a recruiting office supervisor, uh, running teams across the state. And then my final, about four years in the Air Force, I moved over to a position called the ROM, which is the retention office manager. And in that capacity. I was kind of the benefit guy on base, the person who helped people with reenlistments, with uh, cross-training a new career fields, how to utilize their GI Bill benefits, convert their GI Bill benefits from, you know, traditional guard over to like a post 9-11 GI Bill so they could transfer it to a, you know, a dependent or spouse. And then helped people realize and, and how to uh, get their COEs, their certificate of eligibility so that they could qualify to use their VA home loan. And so that was kind of my first introduction to it. Um, the gal that helped me buy our house in 2013 was uh, was great. We um, and I, I just always thought that I would enjoy the real estate business. Mm -hmm. And so as I was uh, getting towards the end of my Air Force career, I, I got my real estate license there in Oregon, and I actually sold real estate for about three years and uh, just loved it, loved it. You know, working mm -hmm. on the side on the weekends. And uh, I loved the opportunity to help uh, people um, kind of achieve that that dream and goal of home ownership. And in that market where we are at in Southern Oregon, there's a huge veteran presence. And I had such a, a good, I don't know about good reputation, but a lot of notoriety out of the base. A lot of people nice. knew who I was. It was a real, uh, a nice streamline for me to, I'd probably say 50 to 60% of my clients were, were vets out of the base and people that I knew. And we're using that BA process. So it uh, became something that I really acclimated myself quickly to and was able to uh, help those veterans find uh, homes. And it was, you know, it was quite profitable at the same time. So it was the first time in my professional life that I'd been compensated based on the amount of effort that I put in. And that's right. what, you know, just made me love the real estate business. And so when I, uh, retired in February of, of 21, we decided to move back to Utah, which is where I'm from. You know, I was raised up in Sugar House, went to Highland High School and uh, been gone for a long time. So we moved back here and my favorite lender back in Oregon uh, reached out to me and they extended an opportunity to uh, look at moving over into the mortgage lending side of things. And at that time, it wasn't really a, a thought that I had, um, but I just the ability to really help people um, kind of fine tune my processes and uh, reach hopefully a, a larger breadth of people that I can help and uh, serve. Um, I thought this was the best opportunity for me. And it's been a, 
it's been a really great ride so far. So excited yeah. to be here. That's a little bit about my story militarily and what's how that's transitioned over into the uh, in here back in Utah into mortgage lending. And uh, Summit Funding is the, the company that I'm with, and we specialize pretty much in everything residential that you need. So, yeah, uh, I like that a lot. Something uh, that really stands out to me is that um, somebody who's willing to have a full dedication and do a retirement from the military just has a certain place in 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 my circle of influence because I just feel like that's such a powerful um, thing to say, right? And so. I really want to just say how grateful I am for your dedication to the military and the Air Force for one. And um, number two, at the end of your career, um, helping all the people with their benefits, that's huge. Um, that's huge to me because a lot of times our VA benefits, um, we just don't understand how to use those. And so it really takes somebody that is knowledgeable um, and relatable, right, to be able to actually help somebody understand what those benefits are for one and number two how to use those and so i feel like uh, you've set yourself up to be amazing at this and so i've just kind of really enjoyed um listening to you talk about that because it it is relatable to me and a lot of my uh, friends that are all still va you know we're still active or we're still in the guard and so i really like that it, i i just love to have something to latch on to where we can just say you know, this, this guy knows what he's talking about, right? You teach it from a, a, a period of experience instead of like, um, there are lenders out there that claim to have VA experience. And I'm like, well, tell me about when you were in. And they're like, well, I've never, I've never been in. And I'm like, well, you don't know anything about this then, <laughs> you know, like you don't know anything about these and, and not, not like bashing them or anything. It just, to me, speaking from a level of experience and connecting with people that have also shared that experience, right? Um, it's just something different, you know, like you can't just run up to somebody and say, I know what it's like to put on the uniform and put my name down on the dotted line because they, they don't know about that. You know, they don't know what that's like. They don't know about deployments or anything like that. And so I always just want to be grateful for uh, the shared connection that we have. And so it's pretty cool. So anyway, I just wanted to kind of really thank you. I appreciate that. that. Yeah. Thanks. No, you're very welcome. Okay, well, let, let's kind of uh, dive deeper into the lending side a little bit. Um, so you've kind of talked a, bit, a little bit about how you got started, but what is it about Summit Funding and what is it about you that just drives um, uh, our public to want to use you and your services? Um, can you kind of like outline that a little bit for us? I think that one of the things that separates me um, from maybe other lenders is that I genuinely have a desire to create belly-to-belly -belly relationships with people where I, uh, I foster that kind of a partnership. I want to mm -hmm. support you. I want to help build your business. And in turn, you know, that's going to be beneficial to my business as well. Um, when I was selling real estate, that's where I was introduced to uh, Summit Funding. Uh, there was a guy on our base. He uh, ran the phase dock. He was a crew chief. And uh, his wife um, had just transitioned into being a mortgage lender, was a new lender in, in our town. And at that point, I had some pretty established relationships with the lenders that we did have in our town. And Klamath Falls, is there's only about 60,000, 70,000 people in it. So it's not like it's a huge population, but we had yeah. some really good lenders and I had created these relationships with them. And so when Tracy Ricketts uh, opened up her shop there and started with Summit Funding, I, I had a 
a couple of transactions that uh, that went through her, and I was just super impressed with the quality and overall professionalism that she brought to the team. And so uh, we went and had lunch one day and got to know her a little bit more. And mm-hmm. after a little while, she kind of became my my go to lender and was just super uh, professional. Uh, they can pretty much do anything on the residential side. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one thing that I never had to worry about was as a realtor, I was constantly searching for information from my previous lenders. You know, where are we at with the uh, the appraisal? Where are we at with this? Where are we at with underwriting? All these things that as a as a realtor and you're trying to manage the, your expectations of your clients, mm-hmm. I never had to search for that information from her. They readily gave it to me. So every Tuesday I would get my updates. Every Friday my loan processor would call me and give me a title update where we're at with everything that we're on track to close. But for me, it was a fantastic opportunity because I just, I never had to go looking for the information or, or wait for it. It was just readily provided to me. And so I created that relationship with her. And when I ended up uh, moving back to, to Utah, they actually contacted me and said, Hey, we don't, we don't have a presence in Utah, which I thought was, quite uncharacteristic it's a great market here why didn't some of them we're on almost every single state in the country why didn't we have something here in utah mm-hmm. and, uh, our executive vice president robin lavasser i asked her that recently and she said summit funding doesn't recruit people just to open up a location we recruit the right people that fit the type of people that we want to hire at summit funding oh, so wow. that was uh, something i i felt proud that that I was considered part of that uh, growth here in Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love working with Summit Funding because it's very uh, coach-centric organization and very growth-minded. So uh, yeah. That's no, that's, yeah, that's so cool. I, I really enjoy that. Um, I, I kind of enjoy hearing that Summit Funding's like Oh, we're not just going to open a new place just to open a new place. It's like, hey, we have the right person and right personality and the right talent to do that, which most companies are like, ah, we're just going to go in and grab more market share. And they kind of like go willy nilly. And sometimes that falls flat on their face. And sometimes it's successful. I won't say no to that. But um, to do it the way Summit Funding is doing it, I feel like is actually a better business model, which is pretty cool. Thanks. Um, yeah. Something that really drew me to that, uh, to summit funding as well. And, yeah. Uh, very growth minded. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Well, um, kind of hit on, uh, the VA side of the house and the residential side. I know that you've said that you guys can do everything residential, which is awesome. Um, but the VA specific side, um, what is it that it makes it just easier for you with summit funding that can help our VA, uh, members kind of know that there's a, there's a, a better way to do this business. Cause I know a lot of people, um, they've tried to get a VA loan and they just have, uh, you know, gone to other, uh, veteran vendors and, um, they just aren't that good, you know? So what is it that sets you apart in the VA status for that? Well, I think, uh, personally, I'm part of what sets us apart in that, you know, I'm mm-hmm. a veteran, understand that process. I was a realtor. I've helped many veterans purchase homes. So I understand from, you know, writing an offer, getting pre-approved, how that works and how frustrating that can be when you're working with a lender that doesn't have access or give you access to them when you have questions that need to be asked and answered. Um, 
there's a, every mortgage company has different uh, risk overlays that they put in. So some mortgage companies say, hey, we'll do a VA with a credit uh, score down to 640 or we'll do 620, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And so there's people that'll call a certain mortgage company like, man, my credit just isn't where it needs to be. I don't qualify for a mortgage. Well, that's just that mortgage company. There's a lot of different overlays for risk that a different mortgage company would take. And with Summit Funding, we're willing to, to take that risk on veterans down to 580. And so it opens wow. up an avenue. Yeah, it opens up an avenue for veterans that as long as you have a 580 and, and, and have income and you're, you're qualified to utilize your, you know, your VA home loan, we can get it done. And with Summit Funding, one of the great things is because we are a privately owned bank, we fund all of our own loans in-house. We have all of our own underwriters. We have all of our own loan processors. And so we're able to take that veteran from cradle to the grave, so to speak. We're able to help them with the pre-qualification process. If there's a credit rebuild that needs to come into play, we're going to put them on a game plan mm-hmm. to get, get right, whether it's six months, whether it's a year, whether it's two years from now. This is mm-hmm. where we're at. This is where we need to get to. And then from writing an offer, helping our realtors to construct a good positive offer in that market that's going to be an offer that gets accepted is is paramount. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a misconception with a lot of realtors that a VA loan is mm-hmm. is risky because the veteran doesn't have any skin in the game, that right. they're not putting any financial resources back to it. And to those people, I think that that's asinine. Right. I, that uh, our service to our country and, and like you said earlier, being willing to put your name on that line and doing what's what's expected is our you know skin in the game, so to speak. Right. And uh, you know, with a, a loan, you can do a, a loan to value ratio on a VA loan up to 100. percent Yeah. And for the veteran, that's a fantastic opportunity uh, to help them. You know, a lot of veterans have great credit, they've got great income, but we're not wealthy. You know, we sometimes don't have a, a tremendous amount of uh, uh, savings and stuff that you can apply for those assets to cover your down payment and closing costs. So being able to, to to utilize that VA home loan process is a huge asset to the veteran. Yeah, for sure. I, I really love what you said there. Um, there's a couple things that kind of really stood out to me. One is um, I definitely agree with you that there are some realtors out there that just don't think that VA has any skin in the game. And I'm always like, that veteran has like blood in the game, not, not skin, man. Like we've, (laughs) we've done things that most people have not done. You know, uh, the other thing that I really liked, uh, was that you mentioned that you'll go down to a, a, a pretty substantially lower credit score, which is, um, amazing for summit funding to take on that extra risk for our veterans for that. Um, but the other side of that was, is, um, something that really stood out to me was that you'll help people get onto a credit repair plan or something like that to help teach and educate. Because, um, it, as you well know that no, most of the time, uh, our new recruits are coming straight out of basic, which just came straight out of high school. A lot of times, or they floundered around a little while, they get right into active duty or something. And then they go and buy a car with a thousand dollar payment, you know, or whatever. And so, um, there's, a lot of miseducation uh, early on and usually in a veteran's career, in my opinion. And so for you to help people redirect that and re-steer that to something that is uh, not only like life-changing, but just something that can benefit somebody for the rest of uh, their life and to help teach and coach um, is huge. 
So I really want to say like, I applaud you for that because um, there's a lot of companies that just don't teach to that level because they, they don't really care. Um, they just are in it for the money, which is fine. We're all, we're all making money. Capitalism is great. But, <laughs> but at the end of the day, teaching and educating and helping people, I feel like that just has so much more weight to it. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And that's something that, uh, you know, with Summit Funding, I really like to take that time with every one of my applicants and sit down, whether they're a VA or whether they're, you know, whatever loan product that they're using. I try to sit down with them and find out what they know about the mortgage process, what they know about purchasing a house, um, what their experiences have, be, have been, what their goals are with this particular purchase, and try to do a deep dive to find out exactly what their particular needs are for this, you know, home that they're looking to buy. And I think by doing that and, and taking the time up front to get a deeper understanding, one, it helps me build rapport with my customers. They know that they can trust me. They know that they um, have buy-in with me as their mortgage broker. But also, I'm going to take that time if they're not ready to educate them. And, you know, as a as a military recruiter, I enlisted almost 600 people in, in all the years that I've uh, been in from various ages and, and backgrounds. And as a retention office manager, these people would come back from training and I would always send them off to basic training and tech school with kind of the same same advice. You know, I always would say. What you put into your Air Force career is what you're going to get out of your Air Force career. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be in a position financially where you're going to have some some money coming in. Be smart with that. You know, there's going to be people that are in tech school that are going to go out and buy a new TV and buy a new PlayStation, buy a new car at the mm-hmm. at the dealership right out the corner. Um, <laughs> yep. Don't do that. You know, yep. are, there's always there's yeah. an idiot in your dorm that you can go use their PlayStation and watch their TV. Let them spend the money. Yep. Be more financially prudent. You can come home after that experience with a nice chunk of money in, in, in your savings account and you can mm-hmm. utilize that for different things. So I would always try to kind of coach them and educate them on how to be more financially uh, prudent with the money that they receive. And then when they're back here, um, I would help them get their bonus payments. I would mm-hmm. uh, help them to make sure that they're looking at investment opportunities. If they're going to be utilizing that to purchase a house, how they can better you know, set themselves up. So I'm not a financial analyst. I'm just a guy who's uh, through hard knocks has learned some lessons <laughs> the hard way and uh, uh, like to help others uh, not have to have the same or make the same mistakes that I've made in the past. Right. Uh, I, I just love that, man. I love that you can be, personal and just say it's the school of hard knocks right we've been there (laughs) oh my gosh well um i i heard you kind of say something about um kind of meeting together right and so after covid everything kind of changed and now everything with lending sometimes feels very uh automated and just like fill out this web application and uh you people might go to the the large like online brokers and they, they never talk to anybody. And I'm always like, you're losing out on so many opportunities for great communication with somebody that is knowledgeable. And so I really want to impress upon everybody that's going to listen to this, that having somebody that you can actually talk to and um, go and see, you know, for one is just paramount, in my opinion, 
uh, and leaps and bounds above any online broker, you know? And so I feel like that's so cool. Thanks. We, uh, we call that the professional loan presentation and, uh, it's kind of ingrained in, in our DNA here at summit funding that mm-hmm. you know, we want to get face to face and belly to belly with all of our people. So there are times when an online application is necessary and I'll have them, you know, fill that out, get their documents to me. I can review that, but then I always schedule an appointment with them so we can sit down, we can review the application together. Mm-hmm. We can deep dive into what their goals are, what their needs are, and uh, where we need to get to and what the best loan product is. You know, there's a lot of people that don't realize that they have the ability to use a VA loan. They don't realize the difference between a USDA, an FHA, or a conventional type you know, loan. And so it gives me an opportunity to uh, kind of expound on those different programs, what the the benefits and and kind of detractors are from each of those and what's going to be the best product for their particular situation. Yeah. Well, and ultimately, there are so many variables. And that's what I think most people don't understand is that you can't just like go to an online mortgage calculator and just like punch in some data and go, oh, that looks great because there's like eight zillion different variables and then everybody's in a different place in their situation so i think that's cool to to take each person individually and look at the whole thing from a a place from a great perspective and experience like you've got which is awesome man thanks appreciate Um, that yeah you're very welcome uh let's move to um Let's talk about like how big of a team you have, or is it just you, or do you have an assistant, um, or how does that work with Summit Funding? Do you have in-house people? We do. So Summit Funding is based out of Sacramento, California. The team that I work on is is based in my uh, old hometown of Klamath Falls, Oregon, where Tracy Ricketts and her husband, Ryan, who works out the the phase dock at the Air Guard Base there, mm-hmm. um, kind of helped bring me in. So we have a four-person team there. Um, some great uh, loan processor ones and uh, a great LP2 that helps with all of our underwriting processes. So personally, uh, here in Utah, I'm a one-man show, but I'm Mm -hmm. supported by a a fantastic team. So we've got uh, some people that will just help in every capacity that are very personable, that help with taking a loan application, going through exactly all the specifics of that and then making sure that the customer is supported and feels positive about the entire process. So we really uh, pride ourselves on our customer service. We've got over 70,000 online reviews and we have over a four point um, rating, which we're very proud of at at Summit Funding. So we focus on residential mortgage. We crush it. We do a great job with it and uh, we close you know, not only do we have a high customer satisfaction rating based on our, our reviews, but we close over 99.5% of all of our loans on time, if not early. So those are two factors that um, when I was selling real estate, never missed a mark. And right. uh, when I was using Summit, one of the things that drew me to Summit, and then now that I'm on the Summit team, something that we're very proud of. So our, our ratings, our customer service ratings, and then the fact that we're going to get your loan done and on time, which is ultimately the most important thing to the buyer and the realtor. Right. No, I totally agree. I, I love that the customer ratings are so high because I feel like um, there's a lot of companies out there that don't really do a good job of uh, gaining their customers trust for one and getting them uh, excited enough to actually do a 
uh, review for you. So that that's just incredible. So I love that. To give um, the exact number, just so we're, I want to make sure. Yeah. So 75,610 reviews, and we have a 4.9 rating. That's huge. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> we're very proud of that. Oh, dude, that's in, that's incredible. Um, something else that I like about what you said is that you are the person here, right? I always love to make sure that, um, one of my pet peeves is to have a person say, Oh yeah, I'm going to take care of everything. And then they have a staff that's like 20 people big. Cause then you never talk to that person again. And so that's always just something that I just don't like doing business that way. But, um, what I like is that I could just reach out to you and just say, Hey, uh, Chuck, we got to get blah, blah, blah done. And you're like, okay, cool. No problem. You know, because you're on it, you know, you don't have, uh, you don't have to just say, just talk to my assistant or something. That's probably one of my least favorite things when other lenders are like, oh, I got this big team and I'm like, great, you're doing amazing. I love that. Go to it. But, uh, it doesn't fit my business style. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'm definitely the, you know, whether you like it or not, the face of the franchise here in, in, yeah. uh, in Utah. Um, I, I love the fact that I have a great team uh, that supports me with uh, some industry standard uh, loan officers that have years and years of experience. So I know I can reach out to those people and get questions answered. Because you know, I don't know everything about mortgage. Um, I'm learning it, but it's uh, it's definitely a growth opportunity for me. So having a team uh, is is fantastic to have that support. But mm -hmm. I'm your guy here. You yeah. know. I'm the person I've got an office at home. Not that I uh, want to work at all hours of the night, but if you got a pressing concern, you can reach out to me. You know, you have my cell phone. We can talk anytime. You can shoot me a text and I'll get an for you as soon as I can. Yeah. I love that part. Cause, uh, it, texting and calling at, you know, like usually eight or nine o'clock when I'm actually writing yeah. offers, that's like key to me. You know, I'm like, Hey, we need this person to be prequaled if we haven't already done so. And so, it's just fun to have somebody that I can actually just, hey, this is what we need, you know, which is awesome to me. Um, let's see. Very last thing um, before we wrap up. What is some of the craziest things that have happened in your uh, mortgage career? Oh, man. It's I've had some we really pride ourselves in uh, what they call say the deals. And we've had a lot of various loans that for whatever reason, the, the, the mortgage lender that, that, that the buyer is currently using wasn't able to get the job done or get it across. Sometimes they use an online lender and you're just dealing with a, you know, an email person that you don't even get to know. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we really pride ourselves in the ability to take a crack at some of those loans that uh, someone else wasn't able to get across the finish line. And we recently, I just closed one on, uh, on Tuesday, actually a big jumbo up in park city and they had been working with another lender and it just didn't, didn't come through. And we were able to take it. And within 30 days, jumbos are a little bit longer. Typically we're about two to three weeks on a loan here in Utah, but jumbos take a little bit longer, a little deep dive. We were able to wrap it up in 30 days. We closed a week early and uh, knocked it out of the park for them. So personally, wow. I was really proud of that. That was my, at this point, at almost a $2 million purchase price, that was my biggest loan that I've ever done. So it was, wow. it was really cool. So that, that would be kind of my, uh, my success story. Yeah, no, that's so cool. Um, I always find that people that have that knack to pick up the the like broken pieces from another company 
um, and then actually take it across the finish line is huge. Um, it's just uh, like a testament to perseverance and to knowing your craft, which is amazing. Um, cause I always find those online brokers and stuff like that. They drop the ball all the time. Cause they're like, eh, whatever. I mean, we're still in the profit, so it doesn't even matter, you know? So it's always like when I have buyers and they're like, Oh, we're going to use XYZ company from the online brand. And I'm like, okay, well you can do that. And I'm just going to advise you that you're selecting that person. So when this falls apart, which the chances are high that you know that those ramifications were on you. <laughs> you yeah. Know? That's why you just need to send them to, to Chuck Olson over a summit funding TJ. <laughs> right. No, I totally agree. <laughs> well, and sometimes they just like, Oh, we're going to just do it. And I'm like, whatever, you know, no, I totally agree with you. So that's what we should do. Well, um, I, this has been amazing, man. I really feel like we were able to connect on uh, so many different levels and just get a bunch of information out there. Um, to the public and, and and the education piece I feel is very valuable to know that we have somebody that we can actually talk to and that we can actually have look at each experience and perspective um, with a level that you have of understanding right and so I always find that's the biggest piece that we bring to people on this podcast is that they can get educated they can learn they can grow they have somebody that they can connect with and so I really appreciate you being here and I'm thankful for, um, all the future business we're going to do. And I'm thankful for all the effort and time that you put into educating the people around us, because, um, that's the name of the game, right? Educating and teaching and helping people grow. And I like right behind you, ascend to new heights, right? That's the only way to do it. Teach and educate and grow, you know, like I, I really value that. And so I just wanted to say, I'm grateful. Well, just also as my F-15 litho that I got from Kingsley Field when I retired from the Air Force. And uh, so I'm very proud of that as well. So nice. Summit is uh, is a great organization. We we do, you know, ascend to new heights is kind of a motto that that uh, that we embrace. And we're always looking to grow and educate. And um, that's one of the things that, uh, like I said previously, that drew me to Summit and that uh I see the value in creating relationships with people and uh, being an asset instead of just a, a taker. I want to give back just as much as I want to give. Yeah. No, I love that so much, man. I really appreciate you. So with that, uh, everybody, this was episode 70 of Fitness Realty's podcast. I'm TJ McClellan, broker of Fitness Realty, signing off. And we'll say bye to Chuck Olson. Thank you so much, my brother. I love you. Have a great day. See you guys. All right. See you.